you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey there, it's Crystal here again. I'm so excited about this month's topic, the Bible. If you've done my Bible studies or been following me on social media, you know that I am passionate about God's Word, and it truly is my desire just to encourage ladies to get into the Bible and get to know their Savior. When Courtney chose this topic, my mind immediately went to 2 Timothy 3, 15-17. I hesitated a bit because I know it is a familiar passage, but after praying about what the Lord would have me to share with you today, I ended up there after all. The phrase, God's word is sufficient, just kept replaying in my mind. My kids go to Heartland Baptist Bible College, and each year they have a theme. Last year's theme was sufficient. Chaz was on Glory Bound, one of the traveling singing groups, and they produced an album by the name of Sufficient. It was all about God's word, all of the songs about the Bible. There was even one that was recorded by the choir called Sufficient. And I'm actually going to link that one in the details so you can listen to it. But of course, I would recommend all the songs. I've really enjoyed listening to them since it was released. Anyway, as I thought about God's word being sufficient, I ended up at 2 Timothy 3, 15 through 17. So let's read through those verses today. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Let's start by breaking down verse 16. All scripture is inspired. It is God-breathed. While God used several men to pin the words of the Bible, and their styles come through different, differently, the words are inspired by God. In our world today, there are too many who are quick to take a verse or passage and proclaim it because it serves their purpose while ignoring the parts they don't like or agree with. But all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable. It is helpful or advantageous to us. The verse goes on to explain what it is profitable for. It's profitable for doctrine, which could be defined as teachings. It's profitable for reproof, which is convicting one of sinfulness. It's profitable for correction, which is restoring to an upright or right state, a straightening up again. And it's profitable for instruction and the instruction that aims at the increase of virtue. I recently heard these summed up this way, and I know Courtney also mentioned it. Doctrine is to know what's right. Reproof is to know what's not right. Correction, to know how to get it right. And then instruction, to know how to keep it right. The passage even goes on to tell us why we need doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction. It says in verse 17 that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Perfect there 
would mean to be complete. And then thoroughly furnished is just to be fully equipped. So the Bible has given us everything we need that we may live a life pleasing to the Lord. So for the rest of our time today, I want to give some examples of how God's word is sufficient. And I would love to hear your examples too, because I'm going to barely scratch the surface of this. But we're going to start in verse 15, because that's where it's it all begins, really. It tells us that the Holy Scriptures are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So the first way that God's word is sufficient is it tells us how we can be saved. And we must be saved if we want to understand the Bible. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to understand God's word. And so the Bible tells us in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And then over in Romans chapter 3, verse 10, it says, There is none righteous, no, not one. Verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The first part of salvation is understanding that we need a Savior. From my own personal salvation testimony, this was the part I was missing when I was a young child, was recognizing it was my sin that put Jesus on the cross. And then over in chapter 5, verse 12, it tells us, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, that was Adam, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. In chapter 6, verse 23, it tells us, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So what we've earned with our sin, our wages, would be separation from God, but the gift of of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then back over in chapter five, again, verse eight, it tells us, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So he made that way for salvation for us. And then all we have to do is found over in chapter 10, Verse 9, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And if you drop down to verse 13, it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God's word is also sufficient to help us have a testimony for the Lord after salvation. So when I was writing, there's a fly in my tea, my verse became Psalm 19, 14. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I knew that the only way that my words and my thoughts my meditations of my heart were going to be pleasing to the Lord was if I had filled my mind and my heart with his word. So earlier in that same chapter, chapter verse seven, it says the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. 
The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. We can see there that in order for us to be able to pray that prayer, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in the Lord's eyes, we must know his word and we must allow it to change us. And we must desire it. Like in verse 10, when it says more to be desired are they talking about God's word than gold, yea, than much fine gold and sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Um, God's word is also sufficient to give us comfort, comfort in our chaos. I love a quote that says when the world is in chaos, God's word is our comfort. Okay, let's take a look at Psalm 62. And we're actually going to see how God's word is sufficient to be our comfort, but also our hope. Um, starting in verse one, truly, my soul waiteth upon God from him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. And if we drop down to verse 5, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Listen to this definition for refuge. That which shelters or protects from danger, distress, or calamity. A stronghold which protects by its strength or a sanctuary which secures safety by its sacredness. It is any place that is inaccessible to an enemy. How can that not bring you comfort? And that's only one section of God's comfort in his word that he's given us. In that same passage, we are reminded that he is our hope. We have hope in the Lord as we wait for him and our expectation is from him as we wait for our eternal home in heaven. And finally, the last one I want to talk about today, God's word is sufficient to bring us joy. Joy because of all the promises found in his word. Look at Psalm 5, 11 through 12. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield." I am so thankful for God's word, and I'm thankful that it is sufficient. It is sufficient to show us the way to salvation. It is sufficient to show us how we can live a life pleasing to him. It's sufficient to give us comfort, to give us joy, and to give us hope. Let me encourage you to spend some time on your own thinking about how God's word is sufficient in your life. And remember, go listen to that song. It really will be a blessing to you. Make sure you come back next week to hear more about God's Word on the Her Portion Podcast. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. 
hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.